Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. 31 Days of Horror. Oops. All werewolves. Today is day 25. I am one of your hosts, Precious D. I am the other one of your hosts, Honeybee. Today we are talking about... The Werewolf from 1956. Yeah, baby. What are they? I'm looking at Wikipedia here. Mm-hmm. It's talking about the film marks precisely the point in which horror, which had been a dormant genre in the early 50s, began to take over from science fiction and is the first of only three werewolf films made in the U.S. during that decade, preceding Daughter of Dr. Jekyll and I Was a Teenage Werewolf which we discussed in another episode. It was a double feature in the theaters with Earth versus the Flying Saucers. Is Daughter of Dr. Jekyll a werewolf movie? I mean, Dr. Jekyll and Hyde itself is similar, but not identical to a werewolf. Don't give uh, me the line. Let's see. Well, I mean, he you know, it's a man who changes form into something more violent, but he's not a he's not a wolf. But the you know, the themes are similar. It is directed by Fred F. Sears, screenplay by Robert E. Kent and James B. Gordon. Eighty minutes, black and white. Don't see a budget or a box office. Don McGowan is Sheriff Jack Haynes. Joyce Holden as Amy Standish. Eleanor Tannen as Mrs. Helen Marsh. Kim Charney as Chris Marsh, Harry Lauder as Deputy Ben Clovey, Larry B. Larry J. Blake as Hank Durgis, Ken Christie as Dr. Jonas Gilchrist, James Gavin as Mac Fanning, S. John Launer as Dr. Emery Forrest, George Lynn as Dr. Morgan Chambers, George Sissar as Hoxie, and Stephen Rich as Duncan Marsh slash the werewolf. So this is kind of a werewolf's journey movie, though the thing that turns him into a werewolf happens off screen before the movie starts. Yeah. Um, The whole kind of order of this movie (laughs) is very interesting. Like just the order that everything happens is, I feel like, very different from the uh other werewolf movies that we've seen. Everything happens in a very strange order. How so? You mean like the fact that he's already a werewolf to start with? 
yeah, it's like in the it's like he's already a werewolf to start like the very beginning. He's like already a werewolf and he like attacks this guy and then we kind of go backwards to kind of find out like what happened, how it happened. Um just I don't know, it's just very weird. I just felt like the order of this was like so kind of backwards from uh-huh. what we usually see, but I mean it was great. It was it was it was not bad by any means. Like the order, I mean, it was it was great. I really enjoyed it. How they did it. it was just very different. It felt like, yeah, I really liked the early scene. This this guy wanders into town, uh, disheveled man. Wikipedia calls him, uh, and comes into a bar and uh, orders a drink and tries to pay with a twenty, which apparently is a rather large bill because the bartender's like yeah don't you have anything smaller and this catches the attention of another guy who's sitting at the bar and he leaves his change on the bar and goes over to the fire and the camera shot of the second man in the foreground while the werewolf guy that will the guy that will find out is a werewolf is in the background by the fire and the first guy's not looking at him but is also very much aware of him at the same time I just thought it was really interesting and effective camera uh, work there. Nice. Uh, I really liked it. And then that guy follows him out of the bar and first tries to get him back to come back and buy him a drink. And when he won't do that, just straight up tries to mug him. Yeah. <laughs> and ends up dead. So serves you right, you asshole. But the, the guy, uh, the first guy, though, doesn't. He's like, do you know me? Am I from here? He's very mm-hmm. confused. He has lost his memory and is just wandering around and then runs away and takes his After shoes off. After killing the guy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, runs around in the woods. So then we proceed to have a whole thing with the, you know, the sheriff trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, there was this narrator at the beginning, too, who's telling us about the legends of lycanthropy and, and whatever. Oh, I also thought it was interesting. In the movie The Wolfman, they consistently use the term werewolf within the movie. Nobody calls him the Wolfman. This movie is called The Werewolf, but they <laughs> keep using the term Wolfman throughout the movie. That's funny. That's really funny. So that that just struck me. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I really so, um when we watched The Wolfman, I was like it was so good, but it was just so simple, you know, like it was just a very simple story. Uh-huh. It was very like just very linear. It was nice. This movie, I feel like is there's so much meat in this movie. It feels like this is kind of like what I was expecting when we were watching when okay. we were like going into the wolfman and never have never having seen it and this movie it's just like there's so much going on like he has a wife and a kid and then like the doctor and the sheriff are together and there's just like a lot of shit happening and it's just way more and then the other two random ass doctors who turned him into the wolfman like it's just like there's yeah. so much going on it's just so much more complicated in a in a good way but this is it's like kind of what like the level of complicated storyline that I was expecting from the Wolfman but then that one was just so simple and great still great 
But this one is just like, wow, there's like a lot of shit going on. And it goes on for a long time. Like, I feel like there's so many points where this movie could have ended, but didn't. And it wasn't a bad thing. It was just like, it just kept going and kept going. And just like things kept getting added and kept getting added. Something else I noticed about this movie is everyone in this movie is smoking a cigarette at some point. (laughs) Like, always, if no one in the like front who's talking is smoking a cigarette, there's someone in the background and someone else like lighting their cigarette. And I don't know if that's just something I noticed because I used to smoke and now I'm a non-smoker. So it just catches my attention. But I was like, damn, like this isn't a time, you know, the 1950s where smoking was a much bigger deal than it is now. And um, that was very apparent in this movie. Yeah, At this time, at this time, you could smoke in the movie theater. Mm -hmm. Everywhere, right? Like (laughs) grocery stores, airplanes, like all of the places. Yeah. It's good for you. Yeah, you'd like walk into but a they restaurant, they'd smoked. be like smoking or non-smoking. Yeah, they smoked a lot in the movies, and it's also an easy thing. You know, as an actor in a movie, it gives you some business to do. It gives you something to do with your hands. Mm, it gives you an, mm-hmm. a, an activity. It's always a good thing to have some kind of activity when you're acting, and smoking is a pretty easy one. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, but this is another one like I was a teenage werewolf where the person has been turned into a werewolf by some kind of scientific experiment by a couple of asshole doctors. Yeah. Or like Casa del Tor- Terror. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that one, there was all kinds of crazy shit going on in that one. But yeah, part but still of it was asshole, asshole scientists science. doing some weird <laughs> science shit. Yeah. Now, these doctors think that this wolf irradiated wolf serum is going to allow a select minority of people chosen by them to survive the imminent nuclear holocaust. And lycanthropy is just an unfortunate side effect of this plan. Uh, So, yeah, they're so convinced that the nuclear war is going to happen at any minute. That they have to perfect this irradiated wolf serum to help us survive. And so they and they follow him to town or when they hear about what's going on, they come. I don't know what the fuck they're they're trying to get to him and I guess kill him before their covers blown. I don't know. Yeah. And the wife comes to town, too. I think I fell asleep at some point, though. So I got to maybe rewatch it or rewatch the last half because. The wife and son come to town mm-hmm. and nobody wants to tell them what's going on. And then the next thing I clearly remember is them shooting at the guy. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Yeah, you did miss quite a bit because there's so a whole at point. At some point, they like, he, I was he, like, what happened to his wife and kid? <laughs> yeah. So his wife and kid first, they go to the doctors because the sheriff. Um, point her in that direction like he got in a car wreck he bonked his head we took him to this doctor so she goes to the doctors who turned him into a werewolf and she's like hey um where's my husband he hasn't called he usually calls every day when he's on business and they're like oh he was fine he had bonked his head but he left here we like went out of the room came back and he was gone but he's fine so then her and her son end up like going to this other town where he is and they are all in the woods like searching for him first no one wants to tell them what's going on but then eventually the sheriff and his girlfriend who's a 
the doctor's assistant in some way like goes ahead and tells her you know that he killed a man and that they're looking for him and he's like part animal or some shit and so they go out into the woods to look for him and the sheriff is like calling him by his name which at this point he still doesn't even really know like he knows that his name is Marsh because the other two doctors find him hiding in the mountains and try to kill him but they don't succeed and so they're like calling for him, calling for him. And the wife is like, Hey, um, I think maybe he would come to us if, if I call for him. So he like gives her the megaphone and then she's like calling for him and she's like, my darling, please come out. It's me and your son, little Timmy or whatever his name is, is right here. And he just wants you to come home. And then the little boy takes off running into the woods and the mom's like, no, Timmy his name's not Timmy I don't remember what his name is but she like goes and like chases him and he finds his dad and he's like dad and he like hugs him and he's like you're okay and they have this like family moment and they take him back to you know the hospital and um he tells him he's like you guys you have to leave you have to leave you have to get out of here because you're not safe and once I turn back into a werewolf you know no one is safe and they do they leave the town um and go back home, basically, so that he can figure this shit out. And then, you know, they end up shooting him at the dam and all that, which, total bummer. And I, I couldn't believe that's how it ended, too. It was like, they're, like, chasing him. They shoot him. He turns back into a human. And, they're, and then the sheriff's like, well, now we can go home. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. dead? And then it just, like, the words, like, the In a end. box. Yeah, exactly. I was like, holy shit. But I will say, too, um, as far as the transition from him turning into a, from a human into a wolf, like, the editing is, like, not as good. But going from wolf nah. to human, much, much better. <laughs> okay. Chris Marsh is the boy's name. Chris, okay. Duncan Duncan is the father. Uh, Helen is the mother. Uh, I thought that the woman was also the doctor's daughter, but maybe not. Maybe, uh, is she Amy? The, like, nurse aide lady? Yeah, yeah. Amy Standish and Dr. Gilchrist. So I was thinking she was his daughter, but she's not. Mm-mm. The sheriff is very beefy. Very yeah, he's a burly really, ass dude. Really big guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Don McGowan. He played the gill man on land in The Creature Walks Among Us. Oh, that's one right. of the well, that's one of the creature from the Black Lagoon movies. I'm trying to see what else he was in. He was in Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Great locomotive chase. Tarzan in the Valley of Gold. Was he Tarzan in that one? He's a big old boy. He was not Tarzan. He was Mr. Train. <laughs> Somebody's henchman. Someone's henchman. Uh, you know, if we ever totally run out of monster movies, which that, that can't really happen, but <laughs> we can run out of kaiju movies at some point, although they'll keep making new ones. We can go through all of the Universal Monster movies, but if we just opened it up to any kind of monster, we'd, we'd never run out. But if we somehow ran out of monster movies, we could do a Tarzan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eBay. Or if we uh, get so many patrons on patreon.com slash MMFTG that we can quit our day jobs, then we'll do, we could do a second Tarzan-based podcast. Uh, you get a couple years out of that. There's a lot of Tarzan movies. 
The only Tarzan that I really have seen is, you know, like Phil Collins, Tarzan. What? Is it, is it, is it Phil Collins? What is his name? <laughs> Phil Collins from Genesis? <laughs> no, I guess not. What is the guy's name? The, um, he I'm does the, sure. uh, hold on. Yeah, it is Phil Collins. <laughs> You know, you'll be in my heart. Oh, 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 yeah, no yes, yes, he does. Okay, say. <laughs> I thought you meant. I thought you meant him playing Tarzan. Oh no, I it just. <laughs> you mean Disney's Tarzan? Yes, yeah, that one. <laughs> yes, the one that has Phil Collins' music in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand what you mean now. <laughs> yeah, that's well. It's a popular one. It's not a good one. Uh, as far as, you know, being accurate to Tarzan. I don't, because that, that was my Tarzan. You should read that book. But that's neither here nor there. That's for another podcast. Anyways, back so, to werewolves. Yes, yes, honeybee, what are you going to rate? Excuse me. Uh, what are you going to rate the werewolf from 1956? I'm going to rate it... Hmm, I guess three quarters. I liked it pretty good. I thought it was better than okay, but I didn't like just love, love, love it. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say three quarters. It's, I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. There was a lot um, going on. I really liked the fact that he had a wife and a kid and he was like a good guy and just a good guy in a bad situation. So... I, I liked it. Yeah. I'm going to say okay. three quarter moons or three quarters <laughs> I think of I'm just going to give it a, yeah, <laughs> I think I'm just going to give it a half moon. Just okay. It was for okay. You. Yeah. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I thought very, it was a Very, very toothy werewolf. It was a very yeah. toothy werewolf. <laughs> I mean, part of the problem might've been, I kept trying to watch it at lunch and kind of dozing off. It took me a couple of days. I loved I how I missed part of it. <laughs> Yeah, I loved how his ears were kind of fish gilly. Like, they kind of stuck out like, <laughs> like I don't know, they just kind of looked like he kind of had, like, hairy fish face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, he did have pretty big ears compared to some other werewolves we've seen. All right, I guess that will wrap it up for today. Be here again tomorrow for another a 31 Days of Horror. Oops, all werewolves. Woo-hoo. Until then, I have been Precious D. And I've been Honey Bee. Remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. And please, no matter what, you mustn't misuse science. Especially not to turn people into werewolves, yeah. Yeah, you fucking assholes. <laughs> we won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg. Don't, don't, don't.